0: <laughs> Welcome into Short and Spooky, the podcast about anthology shows from the 80s, and the 90s, and sometimes... Sometimes we talk about anthology shows from the year 2000. The year 2000, I am Tabo, and I'm joined, as always, by my lovely co-host, Johnny Aww. the Junkman. Hey! It is the start of our first ever themed month for our podcast. That's right what what uh, what's the theme of this month again That's uh, i'm having to trouble remembering it's monster may monster, monster may mm-hmm. monster may monster may uh you know coronavirus is the real monster out there right now yeah but uh we we thought, we thought it'd be fun president hey oh zing zinger uh no yeah we were talking about uh trying to do something kind of fun and different and uh you know, it's easy to get kind of bummed out by stuff now, so uh, let's get excited about something. Yeah. Uh, Monster so- May. We're going to doing the the entire month we're going to be doing uh, the show Monsters. Um, what, what do you think about Jumpy June? Ooh. Uh, I don't what, know what would that would be, like, just, like, jump scare, like, sh- like episodes that are not a jump scares. Yeah, that would require a lot more research. Yeah. Uh, so that's on you. <laughs> uh, I mean, jeez. Yeah, let's uh let's uh start thinking about it. It would might be fun to do that, or mm-hmm. you know maybe take a month off and come back and figure it out for July or something. We'll we'll see how it goes. We're not, we're not taking time off. I mean, like from oh take a break goodness. from doing a theme. I thought you were just breaking up with me. Uh, let's just take um a time off. I was gonna take you to a public place, but instead I just thought. It, uh, well, we're it, not allowed it, to do that anymore. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> um, speaking of public places, uh, and things, you and I tomorrow. Uh, The corporation we work at, um, your branch, needs some help. And I'm going to be working with you the first time since, like, 2014. I know. I'm excited. We're going to get into some hijinks. Oh, my God. There's going to be... I'm going to wear my... You know, like the the beanie with the little hat? The propeller hat propeller yeah. hat yeah it's uh you're going to be a you're gonna be a little stinker up to yeah. no good you're going to have a little good. slingshot hanging out of your back pocket you, you told me when we were talking about it just before you told me that someone's going to pull my pants down as soon as they walk in uh, yeah i am yeah <laughs> that was the plan <laughs> giving you um, heads up so you know how it's going to go down yeah. no yeah for, it should be color it should be fun it's been yeah. a minute since uh how is it for you guys over there it's a little rough it's a little, we're a little short staffed that's why it's going to be nice to get a little support from you yeah I'm going to be just flexing, just coming in big dicks now. Uh, that's the way you usually come in. Who needs to get big dicked over there anyway? <laughs> I'll point him out to you so you know. You just point it yourself in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that guy right there. Please but help John, me. That's you. Uh, uh but yeah so uh I'm I'm really excited for it. I'm a little nervous actually. I, I've never um worked in your in your branch before so um yeah, but you used to go in there all the time. You're familiar with it. Yeah, what well, you guys it's a little different with the way you guys do things over there. Yep. Over here in Berkeley, we're cool, man. We're fucking just sitting out there playing the guitar. Yeah, well, in Oakland, we're worrying about people coming in strapped. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. Kinda I mean, watch. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um but yeah, no, we were talking before about um but, you know, doing something at lunch, maybe? Yeah. go and have a little fun? Hell yeah. Yeah? Have a little brew dog? Maybe. Come back, have film feeling, feeling fun? Yeah, I'm having a little brew dog right now. Yeah, we are. I, I'm sharing my cluster with you. Salud. Salud. To all these of at home, please. Happy, happy Monster May. Happy Monster May. Happy Monster May. Yeah. Do we have a theme song for Monster May yet? No, but we have that cool drop we just made. Oh, yeah. <laughs> cool question mark? <laughs> well, it's a drop, at least. Yeah. Oh, I'm almost out of my brew dog. Well, we have plenty more uh, at yeah. the store. At the store. <laughs> um, yeah, so. Uh, what have you been else, up to? Uh, I've been playing. Oh, I've been playing a really fun game. Do you as, got a pick always. of the week? Um, it's, I don't want to do a video game one. Okay, you don't have to. Um, I do want to talk about the video game that I'm playing on right now. It's called, uh, it's like a Tale of Plague Innocence. And of... it's mostly a puzzle game. Okay. So it's kind of. This all... is on your phone or this is on like no, I Xbox? No, I don't play phone games. This is do... On... <laughs> you do? I do? I do. Do you? Yeah. Ugh. Play Words with Friends with my coworkers. Ugh. Words with coworkers. Yeah, you know you know that game that your parents play on Facebook? Yeah. I play it. Yeah. <laughs> with your parents. Yeah. John's smashing your mom. Hi, At Mom. Words with Friends. Hi, Mom. Hi, Mom. Sorry. Uh, oh, yeah. Let's give a shout-out to the Shorties and Spookies, uh, Dads, uh, Mrs. Junk. Uh, Let's we'll give a shout-out to- Mama Junk. Tommy Jr. We'll give a shout-out yeah. to the Hitchhiker's Buns. Uh-huh. Uh, we're going to say what's up to Alameda. Uh... All the monsters out there, too. Yeah, what's up, monsters? Yeah, and Disgusting. we're not talking about the people that are... Wait, what's what famous singer had the monsters? Was that... Uh, wasn't that Lady Gaga called her fans monsters? Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. We're not giving shout-outs to them, sorry. No, not those monsters, just yeah. our shorties and spookies out there. All right. Um, so go ahead, tell uh, oh, it's, the it's, game. Oh, it's basically, it's a game that takes place, like, during, like, a plague time in sort of, like, a medieval era. Okay. And there's all these... Uh, the, the various gameplay is you either're trying to elude um like an inquisition by like some e- the evil people taking over or there are these infestation of rats <laughs> and so like they will if you get too close to them and if you're not near fire they'll just kill you and it's really really fun getting killed by rats yeah well, yeah of course i feel like that'd be a really rough way to go yeah um because you know they take small bites they go fast oh they're they're I'll show before you um i'll, I'll show you sometime okay um Right on. But, yeah, what about you? How have you been? Uh, I've been good. Uh, as per your suggestion, I started watching Sopranos. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It's, uh, it's okay. It's not typically my thing. I don't think I would have watched it normally, but since uh, there's nothing else to do and you suggested it, I've been going ahead and watching it. But uh, I've got to say, uh, for my pick of the week, I've really been enjoying uh, this uh, podcast called You're the Man Now, Dog. And it's uh, a sp- kind of a spinoff podcast. Uh, you know, I really like that podcast called um, The Teacher's Lounge. Yep. And two of the comedians from The key- Teacher's Lounge, two improv uh, guys, they decided to do their own improv show. Uh, so they have a little discussion and then they talk about, uh, you know, just different stuff and then come up with some scenes off of that. And uh, they have a Patreon that you can listen to, but they also have some free episodes. So uh, highly recommend You're the Man, Now Dog. Uh, it has nothing to do with that Finding Forrester movie where the quote is from. Okay, but uh, it's it's a lot of fun. I I recommend it. It it keeps me in stitches. And that's what your that's my pick of the week. Pick of the week. Um, I'm going with uh another thing that you recommended me to. Um, I've been rereading the Silo Saga. Yes, I've been rereading Wool. Wool is great. And it is one of my favorite book series of all time. I, I cried reading it. Um, I, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, of course. Loser. I mean, I was, I was just crying in general. <laughs> <laughs> it was that time of the month for me. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Um, but yeah, I've been rereading Wool and just that opening uh, chapter with, with the, the guy who goes out and cleans, cleans um, just hit so fast. And I was like, I love it. And I'm, I'm reading, rereading my Kindle because I got it. Years ago, yeah. when we first, when we last worked together. Yeah, and for those of you listening, if you're not familiar with what Wool is, it's basically the story about a bunch of people who have to live in an underground silo. All society is stuck in an underground uh, uh, solo. Silo. And uh, they have to, basically it's all segregated, so depending on what level you're on depends on like your, your place in this world and your status. It's and, a common theme for yeah. those kind of series, but it's, it's very well done. I love it. It was supposed to be done um into a movie series. I know. Whatever happened to and, that. Uh, Ridley uh Scott, Ridley Scott was going to be the one and just said he decided to make a bunch of terrible Alien prequels. Ugh, I hated those. I mean, I liked Pr- Pr- Prometheus. I didn't like Covenant. I liked Prometheus. I remember you went I remember talking to you like when you went to this the movie and saw Covenant, Covenant and you were just so fucking annoyed. Yeah. What would you think of um the the movie with uh, Tover Grace where they go to the planet and they get hunted, Predators. Oh, Predators? Loved yeah. it. Loved yeah. Predators. I actually thought it was much better than people Predators. It. Predators, best uh, entry in the series. Better than Predator? Yeah. Better than original Predator. Yes. I think it's way more watchable. I think the action scenes and the characters are way more dynamic. I, it's If it wasn't for what predator did at the time for practical effects and obviously it's got schwarzenegger in it but i think that predators is a better film yeah no, i'll take i I can see it no no i, I can totally understand that i think well, it's easy to like look at predator and think just because of what it stood for at the time could be better than maybe the It's it has more clout but the actual movie itself i think I'll tell you predators right now is could possibly but i agree with you og that predator that's number two to to this to, to predators right y- yeah what what uh what about AVP? Ooh, AVP is not so hot. Uh, did you see the more recent Predator? No. Uh, really? Oh, with the one with the giant predator. Yeah, and it's got like a kid who's got like um, uh, autism, and he can like f- somehow figure out all the technology of the predators like what? immediately. Is that? Did you instantly want to be him <laughs> and relate to him? I already related to him. You know how just he's with the yeah, oh. just with the not being able to relate to other people. Yeah. All right. Well, well, those are our picks of the week for all you guys. Uh, that's my still shut in pick of the week. <laughs> Very nice. Well, the first book of the Silo saga. Cool. Actually, the whole saga is good. I think you should recommend. I did. Oh, oh, I think the I think the um, the second one, at, at shift. The shift is, is ju- that the opening part of that too? Like, absolutely blew my mind. I was dating this girl time, and I was like, I literally forced her to read it, and I remember seeing the same reaction from her, being like. Holy shit, what the fuck just happened? It just totally opens the world so much more. There's a lot of great oh my god moments. Hugh Howie. Yep. Yep. All right. Sorry to just grab
1: my <laughs> All are, right. Those, those are
0: my balls for this. Um, so yeah, let's get into Monster May. Yeah, let's get into Monster May. Uh, today we're talking about an episode, season three, episode eight of Monsters called... Shave and a haircut, two bites. I didn't get the title, like, as far as, like, really? I, I mean, I got the title, like, I understood it, but I was like, why did it need all that? It just is such a weird... I have a sneaking suspicion that all the episodes of Monsters are a clever title. This is where they start, and then they work back and reverse engineer an episode they... from the title. Okay. What What is it a reference to? Shave and a haircut, two bits. Oh, yeah. Do 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 God, please take that out of the Why? I just because you didn't know what it was? No. Um I'm gonna take a drink for that one. Dan oh. Simmons wrote this? <laughs> I don't think it's the same Dan Simmons. Okay, I was like let me let me just make just I just wanna make sure it's not the same Dan Simmons who, who wrote Hyperion. Uh Alright, this just in. Uh, Tom did a little research, and it turns out the author the, who, who wrote this screenplay is one of our favorite authors uh, who wrote one of our favorite book series. It was one of my pick of the weeks. Hyperion. Hyperion, Dan Simmons. And and we just had to look it up because he, he did The the Terror, which came out in 2018. And he wrote Ilium, Olympios, and then the one, our favorite, my favorite book series of all time, Hyperion. Oh, I'm glad you liked it. And uh, there's another one that, that was your pick of the year for me back in 2015. 20- 14 or 13. Well, now I feel bad because uh, I know that this guy can really put out some stinkers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, for as, as great as he can write, he can also write pretty shitty. Did you ever read the one that was like, uh, car- Carry On... Carry On Comfort? Yeah. Yes. Is that good? It's weird. It's basically about psychic vampires. Oh my gosh! Not too unlike this. This guy's got a theme. This guy's got a couple themes. Okay. Uh, yeah. So let, let's get into it. Um, okay. Well, uh, drinking game rules. Drinking game rules. Uh, anytime, um, not Tommy, the other guy, Kevin. Kevin. Anytime Kevin like gets counterpointed, and then he's like, "Yeah, but." Uh, <laughs> you, you notice that the whole thing? He's just like, "They're like, aren't they supposed to be like a scared of sunlight?" He's like, "Yeah, but it's always yeah, buddy." Well, there was a couple of things that I thought was weird. Um, well, let's just see. Uh, as far as drinking game rules, you want to say drink every time they say blood, blood. Um, uh, it, it only really pertains to the, the first thing, uh, the first scene. But You can do a drink every time they say vampire. Yeah, how about that? Okay, drink every time they say vampire. Uh, the counterdict them the or just the yeah but, which is the opposite of improv. Yeah, the opposite. Yeah. It's like yes and no but no but. Just like me, <laughs> no but. <laughs> oh man, uh, be nice to yourself. Uh, all right, well, so those are some drinking game rules. Uh, let's get down to business. Do you want to talk about the intro? Um, some... it's, so it's, my, it's Matt Le, LeBlanc, or LeBlanc. No, I was gonna say the the monsters intro. Oh, uh, you know, where they sit down and watch TV. We've talked about it before. We have, but I noticed something new. What was new? Okay, so, you know, there's the, the father. He, like, can't find anything to watch, throws a newspaper, and then the m- mother comes in. She goes, come on, it's family hour. We, do, like, I'm sure there's something to watch. And I was like, so their family hour is watching a 30-minute television program in silence? Yeah. That's, <laughs> they are monsters. They They're, are monsters, <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, that, that was, that's weird. I just um, thought it was very strange t- to say that the family hour was watching monsters. It, yeah. Not it, an hour show. Not an hour show. Actually, only 20 minutes of actual show. Oh, yeah. Matt LeBlanc is in this. That's yeah. one of the reasons why I, I wanted to choose it. Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton from Stand By Me. Also from uh, uh, Star Trek. Oh, yeah, three Wesley, Wesley Star Crusher. Trek. That's like his biggest role. And then, of course, you know that they have that whole bit from Family Guy, the Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. I don't know that. Okay. It's like this. I'll just play it for you. saying it like that well i'm just saying you should be nice. to will wheaton will wheaton seems like a nice guy say wheat wheat now say will wheaton 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 hey did you hook up with whoopee goldberg on the show all the time <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's that's, that's so the, it's the cool whip kind yeah of thing. the cool whip will wheaton it's like they're regurgitating those jokes yeah well it's a family guy bit so it's not going to be the most clever but it will be repetitive i do find that funny there th- th- you know there's a place there's a time and a place for family guy yeah and there's a time and a place for monsters and i really think that choosing the episodes that have actors in it that you like is really the way to go the last episode that we discussed uh and the only one that we've talked about so far is the one that had uh steve buscemi in it yeah yeah he's the traveling salesman yep yeah That was Uh, a good one. Well, sort of. Well, (laughs) yeah, Yeah, just like this one, sort of. Uh, So it starts out after the intro, we get um, Matt LeBlanc uh, from Friends, from Friends, like really selling it with the voice acting here. Like, yeah, he's a mysterious man. I feel like he was overacting quite a bit in this. I mean, that mustache alone. That mustache is great. He looks like like a mafiosa dude. Maybe I just maybe I've been watching too much Sopranos. He looks like, great. he's like, uh, no, he he does look like, he's got like the slick to the side hair. He looks, he's got hair like you, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Um, n- no beard. Uh, and he goes into this uh, barbershop. And he, he he goes, you know, years ago, my friend Kevin used to say that vampires ran this barbershop. But I, he was wrong. I almost believed him. But he was wrong. But he's wrong. And he makes it sound like Kevin does is not alive, the way he says it. And he also it makes it sound like it was, a, oh, maybe it was a long time ago. Uh, no, it, it was like, literally, they're like, you what, you'll we'll just slick his hair back. And then both of them, they're like, slick the hair back, and that's what it's all about. That makes you look older. And he's getting a shave, and he's already completely clean shaven. Oh, and, yeah, huh, I didn't even yeah, think about that. No, oh, yeah, he's just, I'm like, I mean, and then... I thought that was kind of contradictory. Then once you find out what everything's going on, you, you find out, I mean, you realize he's just going in nerf to get the service that he needs to get. But is it really? Why did why did it put, why are they wasting this? The, the, the they put a lot of uh, shaving, shaving cream, cream on his face too. Yeah, it's fun to go heavy with the shaving yeah. cream. And his name is Tommy. Hey. Um, but then it cuts back to them. um, uh, it's Tom a flashback, and Tommy and Kevin. Tommy and Kevin. And they're uh, in the most 90s room, poster-wise, at least, ever. Yeah, you know in the 90s, everyone was listening to Jimi Hendrix and the Grateful Dead. That's right, there's a Grateful Dead poster on the wall in there. There's a, a Nosferatu. And also one that says... Uh, there's a peace sign, and there's a skull and bones. One that says Death Zone. That's, I think, is that, that? That's the that, Skull and Bones one. Yeah, Death Zone. Um, but the Nosferatu thing is a nice little, you know. Actually, that is kind of a high school thing. I feel like a lot of people in high school had, like, 70s rock groups. Like, like you'd see, like, the Led Zeppelin one with, like, the girls' butts, you know what I mean? Yep. Like, oh, yeah. Like, that was, like, a popular poster, and, like... I remember it was um, like the reefer madness poster. You know, those just people would be like, "Yep, whatever." It's a big, like the giant size posters. No, I I miss going to like the stores and getting those. Uh, I remember my freshman year of college, my sister like sent me down a poster for like my first month, and it was um, Led Zeppelin with the the lyric, like the opening verse of um, Stairway to Heaven. Mm-hmm. And I remember my roommate, like we were putting it up. And he's like, "This is fucking sick." <laughs> We had our vaporizer going like yeah. those old ones. Hell that, yeah. But looked like a pencil sharpener. Yep. We were, we would sit underneath my bed. I think I t- have I told this before on the podcast. Well, what were you doing under the bed? No, so like I had one of those our beds at, at my my freshman year in our dorm were the ones you could raise up really high. Oh, those are sick. And so I had like this huge blanket um this huge comforter and so we would and I a, we would put the um the vaporizer down underneath there. And then just drape the blanket on the whole thing and just hot box it with vaporizing. Hell yeah! So in the, that way, our, like, our dorm people wouldn't smell it or anything like that. And Did you would... ever? Have you ever like hot boxed the bathroom with the shower on? Oh so, yeah! So you got the steam going. Oh yeah! Oh my god, I've done that before, and like, I've got it so cloudy and dark in there that like when someone hands you the joint, it surprises you because it's just a hand coming we, at you. We used you. to do it in cars too, like all the time. Like we would go driving to these really back country roads and. <laughs> uh, and like we we would all have our own joint, and just smoke it, and then we'd all take the roach from our our joints and mm-hmm. roll them into, um, yeah, a second generation. Is that oh, it? I used to call it second generation too. Oh, that's 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 the East Coast West Coast thing. Then have you ever done a third generation? Yeah, we or did. A fourth? Oh, uh, we had absolutely. When I was, um, the, God, I was, the 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 higher up the generation or the. Whatever the longer it, the it generation, it hard. It makes you feel like shit, and it tastes gross. Like, it's like smoking like fifteen cigarettes and um, I already smoked weed at the same time. <laughs> I, when I when I was like uh, like sixteen or seventeen, I got, I got put on drug testing at my prep school for like six months, and I had to, couldn't smoke for six months. and a bad little boy. Bad little boy. Like, I was naughty, <laughs> um, and so I got uh, on, the, on the drug testing. I got off it, and that day I went home with my public school friends and we bought like half an ounce of this like disgusting dirty weed for like a 100 bucks. And there was like probably 10 to 12 of us, we all rolled our own joints, smoked them, made a second generation, smoked that, and then made another one out of like the, cause there was like two or three of the second generation joints. And I remember like taking a hit of it and like not wanting to look like not cool, but I was like, this is fucking disgusting. Yeah, and, and just, then we uh, we ended up we all had our own bongs that we brought over. So then we smoked our own bongs, and it was my friend Perry uh, Perry Morin's house, and we literally it was a small house. They were poor, and we literally had the entire place hot Like the dog was even fucking high as shit. But yeah, I I I remember trying to do that, and we would hot box someone's car. And there's this one kid who he always had weed and was always down to smoke it. But whenever we like hot boxed, he was always like, "I can't breathe, man! I need to get out of here." And we we're like, "Nope." He's like, "Oh, I'm serious. I'm gonna lose my shit." You're, yeah, you're wasted. Oh, definitely. There was always like that one kid who would like like have to like get out of the car. Yeah, not be too high. And everybody's like, "Nope, sorry, bro. You signed up for this." We had one kid who um, he put this like thing on like you know like where your horn is on the car and the wheel. Did he put his dick on the wheel. No, <laughs> no, it would have made a noise. Um, he put this little attachment that allowed him to, like, attach a bong to his steering wheel. That's so Like a, like a fasten. So, uh-huh. like, he could fasten it on there, and when he was driving, he could put the bong put the bong there, <laughs> have one hand on the wheel, and still smoke it without having to actually hold the bong. Of course. That sounds like, that is such a high school thing, being like, I have to attach a bong to the steering wheel. Yeah. And, like, he probably had to convince his parents that it was for something else, like. <laughs> or his pants were losers, probably. What's that it's... for? It's for beer, not for weed. God. Yeah. All right, anyway, so let's get back to it. Uh, uh, yeah, so the the bedroom, super funny bedroom, and they got like terrible uh rock and roll music playing. Kev- Kevin, Kevin, and uh, Will Wheaton, he's dressed like uh, a lesbian activist. His, he has like the yeah, like that classic, like the woman holding you know, Rosie the Riveter. Rosie the Riveter, he's got the bandana scarf on his head. He's got like just pull it up, like two more inches. He's got his glasses on a tie-dye t-shirt. Yeah, and he's and he's got the uh the binoculars going. Yeah, he's spying across the street. There's a barbershop over there. There's the whole time uh there's voiceover we see the little spinning what is that called? Just the the barber pole? Yeah, it's the barber pole. Uh-huh. Um I don't know. I wonder how that all started. Like why that's the why symbol that, for it? Why is that a symbol for it? Cuz that's like, every, like where I grew up that was like my grandfather would bring me to the the barber shop, and that was there. And every place that I went to, I felt like it was there. I think it was something there. I wonder if this there dude Dan gonna... Simmons, uh, who wrote this, <sighs> he usually does a little bit of partial research, and he has a lot of alternate history stories. So I wonder if there's some something to the fact that there might have been a barbers guild back in the day, and that's why that I. <laughs> I wonder if this this is gonna be a lot of talk about the whole Barber's Guild. I have a lot of questions and I want to bounce them off you. Okay. Um, but yeah, they got Death Zone, Jimi Hendrix, and we got our our friend. We got Kevin Matt LeBlanc, fucking it's Tommy, Tommy, the and cool, the cool one. No surprise there. Well, he's he does he's not getting swept up in this this vampire talk. Essentially, Kevin is saying that every the barbershop across the street is run by vampires. Yeah, cuz people go in with uh vials of no, they come out with vials of they go in with blood. No, they go in with like like larger things of blood, but then they come, <laughs> come out, out with smaller, smaller things, things of blood. Yeah. And okay, he's he's just like um he's like convinced he's like So he's done a lot of research on vampires. Yeah. And he's he's like, expects Matt LeBlanc, Tommy to know like all this too. He's like, when did vampires first start like fading out? (laughs) And Matt LeBlanc's like, do they exist? I don't know. They even existed. He's like, those 600 years ago or something. And he's like, 600 years ago when vampires faded out, like there's still talk about vampires. Did you see what Matt LeBlanc was reading? No. What was it? Monsters comic. Oh, really? Yep. Very cool. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, what do you think started his, this guy's obsession with uh, vampires? Yeah, with with this barbershop in particular. Well, later on, we find out that the two the owners of this place, Mister Ennis and Mister en- DiNofrio, which by the way, I thought the whole time they were saying Vincent DiNofrio. Me too. <laughs> I think that that must have been another thing. Like Dan Simmons is too smart of a writer to not have. But that this sort was of... back in the eighties before Vincent DiNofrio. This is nineteen ninety was it? Yeah. Oh man. This was um I have it written down right here. This was November 18th, 1990. Maybe it was supposed to be Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah. Um but the anyway, they allude to the fact that uh Kevin's mom is an alcoholic. They say, "Oh yeah, she's always drunk." Oh. So they say it later. So I think that his fascination with vampires is from being left alone too long He's and just like having finding, finding sp- some sort of re- like like like, like compartmentalizing everything into this one yeah. obsession. His he's he's neglected. He's focusing on vampires instead. He's been watching the, the old men who own the, the barbershop everywhere they go. Yeah, he follows them home, we find out later. Like he's followed them around town and stuff and I'm like he was like also the baker is a wolf man. You know what he and, reminded me of is uh Charlie Day from The episode where they get the cop car. Uh, From It's Always Sunny. Yeah, like he responds to, like, he's so over the top, and he's like, you're not putting this together? Oh, yeah. It's supposed to be the uh, Dog Day Afternoon. Yeah. um, Pacino. Yeah, Pacino. Serpico. Oh, yeah, it's Serpico. (laughs) Dog Day Afternoon. Whatever, that's one of his Um, other films. So one of the points he's trying to make is, like, with the blood thing that we're going on, and it's like, he's like, hey, dumbass, like, uh, vampires drink blood. They don't trade it. And he's like basically he tries to make all these like really strong points. And then Matt LeBlanc, Tommy's like, Nope, that's not true at all. Did you hear my throat? throat yeah, throat? I did hear that. Um, There's so many times where Tommy's just like, No, but this is different. Like, this doesn't make sense with vampire lore. And he's like, Yeah, but that's the old, like, old timey version. Or no, like, or like, this, like, the new version of it. He, he basically has these like, like, the old books he references at one point. So I think every single movie or TV show I've ever seen that has vampires in it acknowledges that not all the rules are real. Has there ever been a vampire movie where they're like, yep, he turns into bats, yep, there's no reflection, yep, no garlic? Like, it's always like they cherry pick the things they want to use and not use. Right, right. Every time there's anything with vampires. I've never seen one that had across the board all the, the cliches. Yeah, true, true. That's very true. Um... Yeah, that's good. Like I've been watching that Castlevania and Castlevania Bram Stoker's Dracula uh True Blood. What's what's the one with the um the parody one? Dracula Dead and Loving It. Yeah, with uh, Leslie Nielsen. Oh, so good. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Hey. Rest in peace. RIP. RIP. One of my favorite uh one of the funniest people ever. Ever. Yeah. And, and just to, you know what It reminds me of? It's like he's going to be our our generation or oh, Michael's, uh, Steve is gonna be our generation's his. I guess I think I think it's a definitely a different type of comedy. But the thing is, like Leslie Nielsen from Police Squad and Naked Gun. I'll tell you right now, Naked Gun is the funniest movie series ever, and I'll tell you why. They have more jokes per minute than any other it's, movie. It's insane. Like, like, like there's more comedy in those movies than there are in like two other two other movies in the way in it and it's delivered well too it's not like where there's like these jokes you're like oh that i don't i I missed it you're like no these are written perfectly and delivered perfectly too i might have to watch that yeah it's been a while it's so good and whenever oj simpson oh my god the first scene with oj simpson is great where he like keeps slamming his hands in like a window and they like land on a hot stove oh my god and he like knocks over a birthday cake and it's just like he's like going from one thing to another to another so great airplane Airplanes, great. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Hot Shots? Hot, Hot Shots, Shots Part 2. Yeah, Part 2. Yeah, that's, that's early Charlie Sheen. Yeah, back when he still had a rock and bod and like didn't get all mixed up with drugs. Yeah, they also make a like, cause like he's been bald for like a long time. Oh, the actor Charlie Sheen. Really? Oh, he's been bald for a, like he's had a hairpiece like since that time period. He's wearing a rug. He's wearing a rug. All right. Yeah, because they make a reference like to at the, the end when when they're older, and he comes and he's got the bald cap on. Uh huh. They're because they, they're like, yeah, he's bald. I mean, his dad's been rocking a a tube uh, a, a toupee tube, very hard. <laughs> rocking the tube, rocking the tube. We call <laughs> we bald guys. so We can get away with saying that word. Listen, I got a lot of things to do with my time. I can't pronounce toupee every time I bring it up because I bring it up a lot. Yeah, bring it up a lot. Um, so what happens is, uh, Kevin wants to go and... Investigate, investigate across the street at night into the barber shop. yeah because he uh, he says uh, nothing uh, wrong with a little b and e with your friends that's right like like the cops gonna be like oh you're breaking and entering i'm with my friends They're like ah don't worry <laughs> about it it's okay hey hey knock it off he's got his friends in here he's shadow boxing with him hey, it's <laughs> all right i was in high school once too so what age are they supposed to be that's a good question because they talk about being on the basketball team. But they also talk about like how he like Kevin's supposed to be really smart. Do you hear and... that bird? Yeah. That's okay. Leave okay. it in. All right. What's up, bird? Hey bird. Hey, should we shout out to the birds out there? <laughs> and we're not telling what the ladies like British style either. No, those British birds. We don't know any of birds. Okay. They're at the they're at the barbershop, and this is when Kevin starts monologuing. Can I one second to go back? Oh, yeah. So uh, if you watched it like with the T V broadcast version so they decide to go to the, do a little B&E between friends. Uh, it, cu- it cuts the commercial and it does a little Monsters logo and it comes back. And then it, comes, it cuts back to Kevin is going, damn. And then they open the door up right after. There's no like rhyme or reason why he should be like upset. Like, he's, <laughs> it's just like, you're like, oh, he's not going to be able to get it open. No, he's just saying damn. Like, there was definitely something cut out of that scene. That's definitely a high school thing too. Breaking and entering? No, saying damn. Oh, yeah. Darn. So they get in there, and this is, yeah, he starts monologuing. He goes, he starts saying that barbers were like surgeons. They were, to, to me, it came off like they were like, um, like the, like barber guilds were like the masons of the world, too. Oh, it was like a secret society. Yeah, of like the Illuminati, basically. All right. You know those barbers? They're always getting up to things. I mean,. They are talking heavily into symbolism, and there's a lot of that some some symbolic shit when it comes to secret societies. Symbology. yeah, it's the study of symbols. Yes, symbolism. I'm, I was making like reference to that shitty movie, Saints. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, anyway, uh, they start talking about vampires. They say 600 years ago, they start talking about the barbers guild, and say that barbers would basically drain people of their blood if they had like a broken leg or something like that yeah and he's like uh he's basically like i said he's making it like sound like there's some like conspiracy theory group or conspiracy group i'm sorry um and uh during this time period he's like just slowly like pulling out Random glasses of liquid? Yeah, like, there's, like, barber side. He's, like, smelling their shaving lotion. And they're all different colors. There's no labels on them. And I was like, man, like, all barbershops or hairdressers, like, they always make sure, like, whatever product they have and they're using, it's, like, well-labeled. Well-labeled. We want you to buy this. and But, it, no, it looks all like old perfume bottles from fucking the, the 60s. It does. They got, like, Barbersol and, like, all this retro shit in there. Speaking of old, there's uh, a... <laughs> There's that great thing where he's where um, Tommy's like, well, if there were all these people disappearing, why wouldn't uh, there be all these bodies and, and blood everywhere or whatever? And he's like, no one's died in this neighborhood except for old man Peterson, <laughs> who killed him because his his wife killed him. Cause... His wife killed is a murder suicide. Yeah, that's like a, a way better story. Like, way favorite. more interesting. Yeah, it would be like, great if that it's cut to that instead. To like, all right, later I met Le Blanc. Yeah, it'd also be great if Kevin was just, like, his paranoia kicked in and he's accusing everybody and everything of being a vampire. Yeah. It shows this uh, loose grasp of reality. So after Kevin's talking about all this different vampire stuff, Tommy's, uh, you know, disputing all of the different vampire facts. He's being so good about it, too. He's just like... (laughs) Yeah, he's pretty much uh, sticking to his ground and basically disproving everything. Like, yeah, well, what about this? What about that? And then we come, he comes across this uh, blade. Yeah. And when he's like sitting. So they. I actually kind of like that scene where they both sat down briefly in the the, the two chairs. Uh-huh. Because it was like sort of like one guy on one side believing this and the other guy was the, you know, the the skeptic. Yeah, and then Tommy leans back in his chair and a blood catcher. I don't know what the hell that was. Swings out. Like magnetized. I don't, they, they, brush, they brush it off like, or at least he does sort of like, Oh my god! I got it. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Maybe that. Maybe that's actually a thing back in the day when people get their shaved or something to make keep the shaving cream from falling on their clothes. Have you ever gotten one of those um, a straight like, razor shave? Yeah. No, they used to do it at the hipster like place I used to go get my hair ca- cut. Wait, which place? Uh, the Teziscal Barber. Oh, I used to go to the one over near um, the Grand Lake uh, Tavern. Uh, they have a couple of them. There's, some, there's one over in Piedmont, too. Well, I went Where over they there. they give, you like, beer, and they're like, yeah, I'll hang out. Oh, yeah, they, they, like, will pour you a shot of whiskey because, yeah. like, you're in there for, like, an hour because it's, like, hipster, and they don't yeah. take appointments, so you have to sit down. They're like... Anyway, it's $35 to get a straight razor shave. I tw- hey, I haven't paid for a haircut in two years, baby. I know, but I kind of am curious to feel like what it would be like to have a straight razor shave if yeah, it's actually closer yeah, no, I I can't do it with my skin. I can't. I don't think I can do it. Mm-hmm. I'd have to go and get like they have to have like some sort of essential oil because my skin will just fall off my face. Hi, do you have any essential oil while I yeah. get my straight razor shave? Yeah, I wouldn't mind getting the the my head shaved though. I wouldn't mind getting my balls shaved with a straight razor. <laughs> oh, I'm terrified of that. Oh, of course, there's no way in hell. I'd but when you do use that. like your trimmer, you get a fucking the nicks, and those are not cool. Nope. Those are always fun. You're like you do it, like when you're going on a date or something, and it, you're like, "I swear that's just from me shaving. That's not some sort of like wound or something or like like infection." No, yeah, you're like, my balls are always chewed up. Don't worry yeah, about don't, it. Don't worry, baby. <laughs> also, if you want to chew on my balls, go ahead. Go right ahead. All right. Um. So anyway, um. He's sitting in a chair. He's got this little weird thing that flips out under his neck. Um. And they're investigating. They find a, a mysterious door in the back of the sh- uh, parlor. And that's when the uh, Vincent De- and Vincent D'Onofrio. That's when Vincent D'Onofrio shows up. And uh, he goes, so Tommy goes, uh, you know, through the door and Kevin goes. Kevin, uh, Kevin He hides. Yeah, Kevin hides underneath the sink or something. And there's, for whatever reason, there is a fucking curtain. Yeah. Below the sink. Of course. No reason for that. Well, you don't have to look at all those unsightly bottles. Yeah, true. to right? cover them up. What's the matter with you? All those bottles of perfume. Uh, yeah, and I remember just like, I thought they are going to like draw it out. Like, oh, they're going to have like a, like a dramatic scene of trying to find him. But no, the first thing they do is walk up and, and just find him. They're like, oh, hi, kid. Yeah. And they also are kind of like hip to all the shit he's been up to. So it's like, he's clearly not very good at his surveillance thing. No, he's terrible at surveillance. And also, he knows so much weird things like... When they open that back door, uh, he's like, oh, that's been sealed off for years. <laughs> and I'm like, this guy might just be more obsessed with this building than anything else going on. Because he's like, yeah. he's, he's wrong, of course. You know, if um if I was surveying a barbershop and I wasn't sure what was going on and I thought something weird and sinister was going on, you know what I would do? Go get my hair cut there. Yeah. Like, why not go there, get your twenty-five cent haircut, and then no. do a little reconnaissance? Yeah. No, I've been watching through binoculars. Binoculars. You know, they also do the obnoxious thing where they do the binocular view instead of like when you actually through it's like one single thing in binoculars. Uh-huh. They do like the classic like double, two circles, two circles. I it drove me nuts. I was just waiting for like a zoom and an enhance fucking thing. He sucked. Who? Will Wheaton? Will Wheaton. Yeah, Will Wheaton was definitely not not like I I think he was playing the character that he's told he by. was, but he was a wet blanket. He, he was w- a total wet blanket. And, blanket? <laughs> he was a downer. He was a downer, and I just feel like they were so contrasting as far as like these. I don't like I don't see these guys being friends in in real life. I don't see, let alone being roommates. I don't see Kevin having friends in general. He seems like he's got a lot of things. Well, didn't they say he's like really gifted? Smart. Or yeah, something? yeah. He's like well, my mom says you're like. The the smartest guy she kid she's ever met, which is Well, also, I think your mom's hot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she told me that when I was giving her some fucking head. Oh my god! Um, speaking of head, uh, I got some candies here. Oh Jesus Christ! I was like, ugh. That's right. From time to time, we like to do a little segment around here called right. uh, Candy Talk. That's so good. let's take a little break. We'll eat some candy, and we will talk. Alrighty. I'm the devil. All right, and we're back. Uh, We just took a little break, and we tried some candy. I want candy. Today we're discussing Airheads, the Airheads gummies. So these are gummy candies flavored with Airheads, and I gotta say, I fucking loved them. This was a knockout. Smash hit. Smash hit. Go ahead and get them. Uh... They got a lot of flavors in here. They got blue, raspberry, cherry, watermelon, orange, apple, and strawberry. And this is not paid for content. This no. Is just, this is just, we love candy. We're a couple candy guys. A couple candy heads. We're a couple candy kids. We're a couple airheads, if you want to. Wow. Wow thing. Like we did there. All right. So um, uh, if you guys see any airheads at your local store, be sure to buy them. And let's get back to a Monster May. Monster May. Um... How? What do you think of their accents? Once we meet, uh, Innocent and Affreio. Yeah, I wasn't really. I couldn't really peg exactly where they were supposed to be from. I guess Transylvania. At first, I was like Transylvania, and then I was like, "Wait, is this Italian mob? Like, I, they they kind of had like a hey, what are you doing? You're breaking my cannoli." Maybe it's because I've been watching too much Sopranos too. We both um, gotta scale it back a little bit. Uh, but but yeah, the the their accents were great, and um, they find Kevin immediately. They're confronting him. And at first, he's denying. He's like, "I was just in here doing to, a, a he was he, needed shears, shears shears, and then he was like, "No, I was in here to actually to steal your money. <laughs> Call the cops. Call the cops, which is insane. Yeah, and then he finally confesses. It's like, no, I think you guys are vampires. And I was doing some research. The cops come. They like try him as an adult. Yeah, <laughs> he like does does hard time. His drunk mom is like the like the the new like uh, like Innocence pi- um uh, Have you watched the Innocence Files at all? No, is that a show? Yeah, it's like a thing where they like all these people get exonerated. But I can picture his drunk mom being like the new like Tiger King or something like that. Like documentary, <laughs> like I was so drunk back then. I was drinking the fucking. Those, she's probably drinking all those bottles of mysterious barber side. Yeah, <laughs> all those barber side liquid. She's blind. <laughs> <laughs> that's why he's. Uh, that's why he's so up to no good because yeah. uh, he's neglected. But they start like uh, basically tries to make all these moves about being like, oh, you guys, this that the other thing, and they're like, that's only the movies. Like that's you're wrong. Like if we were vampires, like why could i see myself in the mirror why could i kiss my the cross again these are all disputing of what a vampire rules are or yeah. are not th- so they basically this whole thing peels away all of the stereotypes and um this is where things can look like confusing for me okay uh you- kevin kevin is uh, put into the chair with the little uh, blood catcher thing and he gets his neck slit open but it doesn't Bleed a ton. Well, he gets his neck slip on, on the side rather than across from ear to ear. Uh, right? Is that what you're going to do to me sometimes? I mean, like, I'll just kill you. I won't yeah. make you you're going said, you're going you're gonna to kill me in your van. Murder-suicide. Yeah, murder-suicide. And also, uh, necrophilia. <laughs> Don't worry about it. You won't be around for to feel yeah. that. Um, but how am I supposed to fake every orgasm? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got... Oh, God. Um, so... Kevin's get his nip <laughs> slit open, and meanwhile Tommy disappears down into the basement. Well, Tommy's watching this entire time. Yeah, he was, he, he doesn't, doesn't do anything too. No, he doesn't. These are do do old guys. Yeah, I'm like you're fucking prime Matt LeBlanc. You're 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 prime Tommy, and, and us Tommies we we can scrap them. We didn't get these knuckles from playing the piano, you know. No, it's from jerking off too hard. Uh, yes, white knuckle in it. Yep. Just punching my dick. <laughs> That's how it's done, right? You know, like when the, when the boxers are... Uh, brr, 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 yep. brr, brr, brr. Exactly. Except it's not hard. It's just it just flops it. around. It just flops around. It just hurts. That's not true. I can have sex. So Tommy's down in the basement, <laughs> and uh, this is when they have the reveal. Rather than a vampire, we see a big old, like, leech monster. Okay, so this is where I at first was like, oh, maybe they're just the mafia... And then when we see this thing, I was like, wait, are they, like, leech people? Because they had alluded to earlier, they're talking about, like, we're looking for... Blood things and well, leeches. Well, leeches, yeah. The co- Which I didn't know were associated with vampires before. So people really did bloodletting. I know that. And bloodletting, they actually used leeches for bloodletting. They used to do it with, with people with headaches. They used to, to, to drill, the mind used to drill holes into your head because they thought that would let the pressure out of a headache. Yeah. And, and leeches, of course, were, were used um to, to like let blood out and get bad blood. I didn't know that was associated with vampires, though. I don't think it is. I think they were basically taking a bunch mm. of different contrived fucking Dan Simmons. Dan Simmons. I don't know where the fuck you get off, but where's let's, the strike? Yeah, you decided to the be on the tree, okay? tree of pain. Okay.
1: Hyperion.
0: Well, <laughs> Hyperion. Read it. Uh, so yeah, it's a big old thing. They call it the Master. This weird penis-looking monster thing. It looks like it, like if like an uncircumcised like the tip of an uncircumcised penis. It does, and Which, uh, I've never seen one, but. I'm sure they're... From what I've read. From what I've... Well, they show it up close. It's disgusting. It's got, like, all these eyes. Like, it's got milky goo so, coming out of an eyeball. Yeah, that's it, why I was like, is this... That's the penis thing. I'm like, is this thing... Got, is this... I, dis, I didn't understand, like, what... What was so powerful... Of course I understand, like, they, they when they reveal that, like, this thing, like, keeps you alive forever or, like, for a long time. Well, they say that... They, they say that... 14 it's, generations. But they also say that it's changed its the way that its appearance. It used to be more like Dracula or like human form. Yeah. So but, is it an actual vampire? It might yeah, I think this is what the vampires have mutated into over so 14 generations. Is it is he is this the master? Is he the la- is the last one? Um, I don't think so. I think he's one of several because they say you know barbershop like this, they might even be in your town. A place where nobody yep. goes. Yeah, so I think the prices the... have stayed the same. Dude, yeah. By the way, I have the prices right here. Uh-huh. And it's uh, a haircut, 50 cents. Uh, a shave, 30 cents. Uh, shampoo, 60 cents. A trim, twenty. cents. Wait, 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 cents. wait, wait, wait. A shampoo costs more than a haircut? Yep. That is, that's highway robbery. <laughs> okay, and then this is the thing I'm curious about. I didn't look it up. I, forgot. I should look it up. Hand jobs? No, no. <laughs> I know about this. Um, a Marcel wave is $1. fifty. I feel like that's just putting, like, grease in your hair or something. Let me, let me, uh, look it up right now. A Marcel wave. Um, oh my god, it's like the classic, like, um, okay, yeah, let me, let me see if I can, Marcelling is, is a hairstyling technique in which hot curling tongs are used to induce a curl into the hair. Basically, it's like a curl. Uh, its appearance is similar to the the finger wave, but it was created using a different method. Um, popularized for the 1920s, so that makes sense with the, the, the time. It's the Um, so here, I'm gonna turn my computer on and, uh, show, show me. you a picture of it. So it's that, it's that style right there. Oh, cool. It's sort of like the... It just makes your hair look curly. It's like a weird perm. It's a weird perm. But I love how that is, uh... 90 cents more expensive than everything else in there. Oh, that makes sense, I guess, actually. I retract my statement. Takes more time. Yeah. Yeah, but shampooing, 10 cents more than getting a haircut? 30 cents for a shave? That means that you're not washing your hair until you go to the barbershop. Yeah. that That's true. That's so gnarly. Yeah. And you get all, like, fucking pieces of, like, dust and shit in there. Ugh. Um, and then you get, like, the weird penis monster with the milky goo eye. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. I remember at one point they're like, um, Kevin's like, he's like talking about the prices and he's like, that's why they're so cheap, man. Because they, uh, they would just want, they just want bodies. They just want blood. And I'm like, no, if you want like b- blood, you would give good haircuts because then people would keep coming back to you. Yeah. Yeah. He, there, there are some, there are a couple of logic issues. I think I hated him. Kevin? Yeah. Yeah, he was not a likable character. There's nothing redeeming about him Until at the all. very end. Even yeah. at the very end, it was just because, like, he just fucking gave in. Yeah, he's a little pussy. So, so when they're, like, bleeding him, is that blood to running directly down to yeah, the master? Yeah, so, so the blood is being caught in this contraption, and then the blood goes down in a tube down into the basement where the leech monster is drinking it. Um, it drinks Kevin's blood through a tube, and then it, like pisses out blood from its like tail into a goblet that's taken by i think mr Innes and it's forced upon tommy it's like and he immediately drinks it oh yeah they they, they put it in his mouth and he like just he like without like like you know like movies like put like their hand over your mouth or to, like, like move it. your adam's apple so yeah. you have to swallow it He's like nope this guy's ready to chug and he just fucking hit like feels it so fast and it reminds me like it reminded me of like that moment when like, like the MDMA or MDA kicks in when you're your Molly like, kicks in and you're like and you're just like I understand <laughs> why I do this every time because you're always like I'm gonna be fucking hungover the next day I'm gonna fucking feel like shit and then like that it kicks in and you're just like this is my shit. Uh, maybe I gotta try it again. Uh, it's been so long for me. I told you I got that sassafras we gotta dip Shh. in. We do not condone anything besides heavy, heavy drinking and watching terrible shows. Yeah. Um, So yeah, Tommy drinks it. He's he instantly turned into uh, a vampire or a a familiar. I don't know what it is. Yeah. They don't have fangs. They 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 can go. Another one that I never heard of of uh, moving water. Oh, they can't running cross. water. Yeah, they can't cross water. That's that's news to me. So maybe uh, I know they have to be invited into places. Is this running water include or moving water include like showers? Yeah, well, it's like because that's maybe why their hair is so greasy at the end of the episode. They're like, I have not been able to, you know, I can't or, get in the shower. Or just take a leak and then turn around in a circle. They can't come cross. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, smart move. Yeah. There you go. Um but that that I have not heard that before. I don't know vampires are not really my favorite kind. Forte? Of, yeah, Forte. I'm I'd much rather have like um Cool. Well, I got a question from our Twitter line and I'll talk about that ooh. a little bit later. Um so yeah, no. Um Tommy becomes a vampire helper and uh, supposedly Kevin does as well. And then well like, Kev, cuz Kevin just gets these these two guys just verbally just tear Kevin apart well they slit his neck and then they just wipe his neck with a towel and it's like it's, sutured up it's like stitched yeah. back together just like in real life of course um and they talk there's weird like time periods of like how this thing happened like well that, 600 years ago then they're like 14 generations I'm like generations can be like 20 years generations can be like 40 like, years 100 years yeah exactly that doesn't really say a whole lot but um, this whole part has been a flashback. So then it does a jump back to the present and the whole time this story has been recounted from, uh, Tommy, but then it's a weird shift where you find out that Kevin has been shaving Tommy the whole time. And he also has the shitty mustache. He has a shitty Even mustache Even though he's like, too. my friend once com- almost convinced me, like, it sounds like Kevin. But he was wrong. He was wrong. So he's telling the story to the person in the story. Yep. For what, To what end? No, it was. Come on, Dan Simmons. I, I mean, hope it was whoever fucking like fully went and did it, like fucked it up. Because I, I, just don't think from reading Hyperion, I don't think Dan Simmons could would write a shitty ass. I feel that. like he would write this... I feel like, like someone came with, with like a fucking huge ass check. I feel like someone came to him with a big bag of cocaine and was like, "Yo, cocaine, knock this shit out. Finish oh, yeah. this episode of Monsters for us." Okay, I believe that as well. Plus, yeah, so it ends with um with us like. Coming to the sort of realization that uh, these people are just not quite vampires, but they're using this vampire blood just to stay alive, which in theory is actually kind of a cool concept. Well, I thought... Without turning, so they can still function daily in their lives... But I I wouldn't even think about that, about turning. I thought that essentially what this was was a story about vampires, but it was saying, hey, it's not the vampires that you think about. This is what vampires really are. And this is how vampires actually work. After, uh, oh, I don't know. Yeah, see, I don't know. I, I feel it like, to me, it felt like it was like um, a thing where they're like some sort of weird hybrid because you're not getting bit, but you're drinking the blood. Yeah, yeah. Um, from the the what is a vampire? So it's like you're getting like secondhand vampire powers, which is so by this means logic, you can still function, uh, and that's why it's the master. Like you can still function. You actually are being allowed to function in an, as a normal society and staying alive for long. Where this thing has to stay down below, and is keeping
1: all of symb- you. It's
0: a symbiotic relationship. Exactly. Yeah, I can I can see that because we we only need a little bit of that blood, whereas that thing needs like, a whole fucking... Remember? Because he was like, I I know how much to... I'm not gonna kill you. you. I've been doing this for a long time. Even though he just, like, casually cuts the neck open, which would be, like, squirting blood (gasps) out of it. Yeah, Yeah, pretty much instantly dead. Oh, fuck. Well, that's, uh... That is our first Monster May Monsters episode. That's right, and... uh, May I ask you to do your ratings first? Sure. Uh, You know, we like to rate these episodes... To what? Rate... These episodes on a scale of 0 to 10, Creepy Crawlers. Let's do it. Creepy Crawlers! crawlers! Alright. So, uh, do you want to take it away, or shall I? No, I ask, I ask you. Okay. If you may do I it. I think this episode was a little frustrating just because you weren't really meant to like Kevin, and having a character talking the whole time who's not somebody that's uh, likable can be a little frustrating. I did like... That it took a lot of cliches about vampires and kind of turned them on their head a little bit. Um, you know, these episodes of monsters are a little frustrating just because you can't give all the monster up right away. You got to kind of make people wait for it. Um, and the monster that you get in the end kind of looks weird and like made out of paper mache. Uh, so, come stained paper mache. Yeah. Uh, would I show this to somebody? Yeah, probably just because there's actors in it that people would know. Yeah, um, but, great point. But I don't know if I would show it to any, for any other reason. And um, yeah, it wasn't really very funny as far as how bad it is. It was just not great. So I'll give it a six point three. Wow. Yeah. So you, that's that's good. I mean, it's okay. That's a great. It's way higher than. I think a five or, or six. Were gonna go. Five or six is okay. I I think like Wait, six was, six to eight is good, and then anything above eight is great. Eight is great, of course. Um, I always think five to six is something that I would rewatch with someone. Like, show someone. I would watch show someone this, but only because of the actors, not because of the quality oh, oh, of the that, episode. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Um. So my my uh, I feel like it. I, I don't, I definitely, I would only show this to someone who was uh, a big Friends fan. Just to see early, early. Or a big Star Trek fan. Or a Star Trek fan, I just, I'm not a Star Trek fan, so I I don't know any of those people. Besides yourself. Miss Curious is a Star Trek fan. Yeah, well, whatever. Hi, Miss, we do Miss <laughs> Um No, I just think it, neither character's likable. Like, even Met LeBlanc kind of comes off as being like, yeah, somebody who's Ignorant. constantly arguing. Yeah. I mean he's not. That's like, why I was holy. saying, like, how are these guys even fucking roommates or friends? Like how how have you not strangled this person? If anything, I was like hoping like he was gonna see uh Kevin getting killed and be like, All right, <laughs> later <laughs> Craigs- dude. Craigslist post, new roommate. Um w I, I don't think i sh- I don't think I'd show this to anyone except they were they were like a diehard friends uh fan. There was a lot of, so many open holes. Like, to your point, I do like how there was the, the kind of different version of a vampire. Like, with the whole thing that we don't understand completely, with like the, are they vampires or are they not? Well, if you think about it, you're like, a show called Monsters, do you think that they'd be tackling vampires? Like, on whatever episode this is, season three, episode eight? I'm sure they've done vampires before, so this kind of has to differentiate itself a little bit. No, no, of course. And I did. Lo- I loved like the the '90s theme kind of to it. Like I mean, literally 1990. Um, I loved like the the posters and stuff and the the peace sign, the the skull and bones. The the. Um... This is the same year as Home Alone one. Whoa, you're such a disease. <laughs> um, that being said, uh, I did like. I actually kind of liked. The way they were dickheads to each other, and, uh... If you ask me, that's one of the most realistic things about this. I know I was a little shit when I was in high school. Yeah, me too. So they were supposed to be in high school, yeah? Of course. Well, because they were talking about... oh don't know, you're right, because I'm going to get in the schools. Yeah. Uh, and he, Matt LeBlanc's on the basketball team, apparently. Yeah. Everyone knows Matt LeBlanc as being a tall and athletic, right? Yeah, he definitely is the, the, the point guard. Yeah. Passing to his, like, much taller... Uh, other friends so that's what's so funny too uh, i always thought that was ridiculous in the movie uh teen wolf where it's michael j fox is it's playing amazing basketball, basketball yeah. player and he's like fucking five six yeah pretty much it's like any remember when when you and i went and saw um the latest mission impossible oh yeah and that one scene at the end where he's fighting with uh with superman oh henry cavill and henry cavill has like in like a headlock from behind and even like with all like they manipulating of like the camera, angles like he looks just like like the littlest brother. Like like he looks like he's like eight like eight inches below him. Tom Cruise, little guy. Little guy, big actor. Uh and that being said, anyway, we get back to my rating. Um I just think it was confusing. I, I did I think one thing my last point is that it was interesting that they chose the like we were talking the the barbershop swirl thing, the, the little pole. pole as a as a way to write a story and i think that's kind of cool that Dan Simmons it book chose. ended the beginning and the end of this episode yeah quite well no and, and i think that's really cool that Dan Simmons like chose that as something that to relate to like what like like he must have been sitting there as you know as a writer just getting a haircut and then being like hey maybe i can make this like something that uh barbershop guild not great so i'm going to go right down the middle of the five very respectable yeah I just think that the, the to think that the barbershop guild had that much influence. I just hate that they were calling it the barbershop guild. Do you imagine like how they, like in their height of their power, like let's say like like maybe like let's say uh Hitler. Like they they're the ones who designed his uh his mustache. <laughs> oh yeah, like, it was like or- that's what like yeah, it, it, like all those guys they they were like, that's how much influence we have. Like we'll change your fucking look and change the way you can. Go about getting your power. Jesus Louise. Or look like, like Trump. Oh yeah. Like the Barbershop Guild came to me like, all right, I know it's gonna look ridiculous, but You're gonna be the only one who looks like this. You're gonna be the only one who looks like this <laughs> and you're gonna be the president of the United States. Jesus. Barbershop Guild. They have a special uh what what what's the one of the Simpsons? What? Stone Stone the Stone Cutters. Stone Cutters, yes. But yeah, uh overall. <sighs> I don't think I'd show it to anyone. That's fair. Very fair. Even the Friends fans at this point. That's one going five. All right. You want to read a a, a real quick question? Yes, sir. All right. So this one's from Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. And it's just very simply from Skull and Rose. Favorite classic movie monster? Question mark. Oh. So we're talking about today, we're talking about vampires. But yeah, I assume that they're talking about like the classic universal monsters, like the creature from the black lagoon and the you know the oh, mummy or something like that oh man if top of my head i i hmm are we talking like creature monsters right yeah i think like you know you got the uh i don't know the hunchback all right you got like Wait, the hunchback of notre dame yeah he's he's not a monster he's a that's great, a classic monster what are you talking he's about a great person it's a black and white horror movie he's just an ugly person well, by that logic, you know, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, he's just a scientist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I they thinking, still, like, Swamp Thing or, or... Swamp Thing is a comic book property. Oh. It's yeah. like a Marvel movie, or I guess Vertigo. Movie-wise? Um, it doesn't have to be... Well, what's, what's this... Sorry to... What was her name? Skull and Rose. Skull and Rose. Sorry if we are misconstruing your question, but maybe let's open it up to, like, classic scary movie... Persona. Okay. I think when I saw Psycho for the first time, that scene with the mom. Yeah, that's pretty creepy. And and when you when you see him like dressed up, that fucking terrified me. I saw that that movie so young. My parents were like this is all oh, this is film noir. This is amazing old school stuff, and yeah. I was like, no, this is terrifying. Definitely slept with my nightlight on for like a month after that. Yeah. Um. As far as classic. What are your thoughts? Let me, let me gather mine while you put some I mean, like, out. I think... Uh, I guess I might say being a werewolf is going to be pretty scary because, you know, like, it's completely out of your control and then sometimes you're normal. So sometimes you're normal, but then it's completely out of your hands so and you turn into a fucking monster is pretty scary. Yeah, and also... Um, and it happens a regular basis. Yeah. Uh, and what's his name? Boris uh, Karloff? Boris Karloff the the visual effects from those movies when he would change mm-hmm. the stop motion was is fucking amazing for that time period that is like so underrated in my opinion i don't know they did stop motion i know they did some practice it was all practical obviously well because I mean, yeah practical effects but they would have to you know they they'd put a little bit of makeup on him and stop it oh oh yeah yeah and have him like this his, his the transition his change, the transition yeah. it's fucking gorgeous even in the one they do with um uh with the the comedy duo there um Oh my god! I watched them so much growing up. The comedy duo, the the, the, the fat guy and the Laurel and Hardy. No. Um, fuck! You have to edit this. I'm sorry. So and so meets Frankenstein. Yeah. Um, the future element is a great bit on it too. That's not Laurel and Hardy. No, it's uh Okay, I who, know it's who, two who names. played first. Who played first? Or who's on first? Uh, oh my god! Hang on. You edit this, please. I, I will. uh Abbott and Costello. Okay. It's the same thing to me. Well, oh, you didn't, Well, see I when, I when I was uh whenever I was sick, I that was what they would rent me. Okay. So go ahead and say. Oh, so yeah, Abbott and Costello. Abbott and Costello. Uh, Abbott and Costello. They they have one with the Frankenstein with with him and even in that the the transition uh from him to being a werewolf is is beautiful and that's that also is terrifying like I think I think you actually maybe made the best answer. I think the werewolf thing's crazy because you have to have such a... Otherwise, the zombie. Zombie's always scary. I don't... For me, zombies never were terrifying. I yeah. mean, if you're thinking of old black and white shit, no. But if I'm just thinking of whatever monster, zombies. They never get sick. They never get tired. All they know is they're coming for you until they can't. Yeah. I've had zombie dreams where... Terrifying. Terrifying. Where I'm just sitting with my back against the door to whatever room I'm sleeping in. So if something tries to open the door up, I will wake up so I can make sure I'm not uh, getting killed. Sound logic. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for the tweet. Uh, We appreciate that. And uh, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Short and Spooky. We got some more things coming up for Monster May. All right. Yeah, which uh, is my idea. Yeah, it's a great idea so far. Uh, I actually... This was very 90s, mm-hmm. which I really liked, and you I think you had texted me um, about that, how you found Dude, one. the next one we're going to watch is actually a treat. It's should, a should lot we, of fun. Should we tease it out? Yeah, sure. The next episode we're going to talk about is an episode starring Jerry Stiller, Ben Stiller's dad, also George's dad from Seinfeld. Yep. And this episode's called One Wolf's Family. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm, is there anyone else of, of note? No, but he... Is so goddamn watchable, this whole episode. I can't wait. It is a blast. I'm watching it tonight. This is probably the... I watched several episodes of Monsters in preparation for this. This is my favorite one. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. That's great. Uh I'm I'm super excited. And also, you and I will be working together tomorrow. Yay. Just like we're working together right now. That's right. Um, But yeah, uh, it was not too terribly hot in the studio today. We want to say thanks, Shorties. Thanks, Spookies. Thanks, everyone's mom everyone's mom uh thanks to the to chicken the s- cat chicken the cat r.i.p osmo r.i.p uh, rip taylor yep <laughs> oh that's right rip taylor um shout out to uh tommy jr shout out to uh the watcher the watcher uh sopranos that's right um tony uh i can't remember his name uh, james Gandolfini. R- <laughs> rest in peace uh he died in real life like uh R.I.P. Yeah, I, I, I'm not gonna say anything because you're watching the show for the first time. But. all right, well, thanks for listening, everybody. We will we'll see you next week. What should we go out on? Um. Oh, oh, we got to go on like a uh, flagpole sitter or something super nineties. <sighs> I hate that song, but no, okay. no, 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 no. Well, then think something better. No, that's a good. That's a perfect one. Flagpole Paranauta, sitter. Parana, da, 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 da. We'll call. it. Oh, a, no, no, we can go to the offspring. Barber pole sitter. <laughs> oh my god. Barbara Pulsator, that's really good. All right. They well, can't sue us. Okay. Uh, and also, fuck uh, Crash's tummies. Yeah. Fuck off. Bye. All right. Bye.